Welcome to the Faith Words Podcast. I'm Katie Norris, our online marketing director. And I'm Caroline Green, a senior publicist here at Faith Words. This episode of our Faith Words Podcast is for all of the moms out there or future moms-to-be, which I'm expecting. So I definitely think this is a relevant topic. We're talking with Ashley Willis of Peace Pirates. And Caroline, this is one of the books that you talked about back in December when we were you know, talking about the books we were most excited to work on in 2020. So what are you and Ashley going to be delving into about motherhood? Yes, this is one of the books I was really looking forward to. And it's fun to talk about this with you, Katie, since you're going to be a mom soon. Um, Ashley is, she is super fun, super relatable. She is in the trenches of motherhood right now. She has four sons, um, like preschool aged up to teenagers. She's kind of, she's hitting it all. She's super busy. And she and her husband, Dave, work in a marriage ministry together. They host a marriage podcast. Um, They teach marriage conferences. So she really takes seriously the building up of families. Um, So I'm excited to visit with her about that. In her book, Peace Pirates, she identifies four uh, particular areas that make it hard for moms to experience the real blessing and joy of motherhood. These things that, that moms can get bogged down in, stuck on, that really just rob their peace of motherhood. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what it looks like when you're comparing your family to others, when you're trying to control your children, um, when you have expectations that are unreasonable and can't be met and and what it looks like for moms to be the martyrs in their families. And I know that that's a really natural inclination for moms, but she'll talk about why that is not, not the best thing for your family. So we're excited to spend some time with Ashley and know that what she has to say will really encourage our listeners. Well, it's a really great interview. And I know that uh, all of the listeners out there are really going to come away with some practical tips. And as someone who Um, is a mom-to-be and doesn't necessarily know all that that entails, peace is just something that I want to incorporate in my motherhood journey. And as an Enneagram 9, which is all about, you know, maintaining peace, that's particularly important to me. So um, I know our listeners are going to get a lot from this, and um, I'm particularly excited to... um, hear what everybody thinks about the final chapter that you all discuss with just some practical takeaways that all moms can use in their daily lives. So without further ado, take it away, Caroline. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us on the Faith Words podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you all. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you about your upcoming book, Peace Pirates. Um, You have written a really encouraging book about parenting and written especially to mothers, uh, reaching them in the the place where they are living every day. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what made you want to write to moms? Absolutely. You know, this, this message of peace in the home has been on my heart for years and years. You know, my oldest is almost 15. So like literally the entire time I've been a mother, we have four boys. And I just remember, especially in those early years with our first two children, feeling like I was missing the mark all the time and, and kind of, you know, wondering if I could even have peace in my heart and home at all, because it was just, I was exhausted. I constantly, you know, felt like I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing here. You know, I would read all the books Mm -hmm. and try all the things that they would say to try with my children. And, you know, I found out real quickly, every child is so different and every season is so different and all the ages are beautiful, but they bring new challenges. And so 
as I was, you know, talking to other mothers and friends of mine, it, it just, it showed me that we're not alone when we're really honest about it. But the, the kicker of this is that a lot of moms aren't honest about it because they feel like they're the only one. And so I wanted to just demystify that and let moms know like, Hey, we all struggle and we all feel like we're missing it sometimes. And, you know, there's lots of days too, where we may not even like being a mom. And we don't even want to say that because we're like, oh my gosh, how terrible to say that. But it gets so hard that we have this deep feeling of failure in our heart because we're like, we love our kids to death and we would do anything for them. But we just, we just don't feel like we're, we're living our best mom life, so to speak. And so I wanted to write this book about peace because I think a big part of this feeling of failure that a lot of us tend to have is, you know, we feel like, especially as Christians, like we're missing the mark somehow as a mother and that God's shaking his finger at us all the time because we lose our temper on our kids or because we're not relishing every moment. But a lot of it comes down to peace. And, you know, there's this, there really is spiritual warfare on mothers and the peace in our homes. And, you know, for a lot of years, I thought it was just because my kids were being disobedient or because my husband wasn't helping me enough or because, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever that thing was, I would kind of blame that on why I didn't have peace. But really a lot of it is just in my own heart, in my relationship with the Lord. And through just really diving into his word and studying what peace really is, you know, not what the world defines as peace, but what God defines as peace. It, it just shed light on, on really all the things that, that I, I wasn't really realizing I could, I could do to help promote more peace in my life. And so I break that down in this book and, and make it real practical for mothers, because I know the last thing we need is some complicated plan. And so I just, the <laughs> message of the book is that peace is, peace is for the taking. God wants us to have peace. He doesn't make it hard. We make it hard on ourselves. And, you know, the spiritual kind of the, the, the aim of the enemy is to distract us and to defeat us and make us feel depleted. And, you know, the truth is that we can, we can conquer the worry in our life, the fear in our life, and all those things that are kind of holding us back from having peace. But it doesn't mean that life looks perfect. I mean, the beautiful part of this is that it's messy and that's okay. And God still loves us and our kids love us. And we can be great moms in the midst of all the mess and really treasure those, those sweet moments of goodness in the midst of some of the hardship of motherhood. Oh, wow. How That's so encouraging. Thank you. Uh, you touched on uh, what peace means to God and what God means by peace when he writes about it. Um, in the book, you talk about studying some Hebrew words and encountering the word shalom. Um, will you talk a little bit about more, tell, tell us more about that and um, what that meant to you and how that's shaped your message? Oh my goodness. Yes. So when I was originally uh, going to write this book, I mean, I, I knew those main verses of peace that we learned kind of at, at church and I'd always valued those, but I decided to really dive into like the original Hebrew, you know, that, that it was originally written and what that really means. And, and when it comes to Hebrew words, our English, you know, it can't really capture it. It usually has multiple layers of meaning and a deeper meaning that we can actually, than, than we would read in our English Bibles. And so when I looked at it, um, I was just amazed when I looked at the ancient Hebrew kind of word pictures that, that represent peace, which is the word shalom in Hebrew. And, you know, when you look at the, the deeper meaning of shalom, it actually, a greater meaning of it would be wholeness. And I love that because, you know, when we feel like we're lacking peace, it's because we feel depleted. We don't feel whole. We feel like something's missing or that we're missing something. And, uh, and we're just kind of trying to go throughout our day without feeling whole. And it's very irritating. And we tend to lash out when we're not feeling whole. 
So I thought that was really cool. But when I actually looked at those Hebrew word pictures, it, it just blew my mind because it's really four word pictures. And when you look at it, kind of reading it uh, right to left, it starts with a, a symbol for teeth, which in the Hebrew would mean breaking. And the next symbol would be a shepherd's staff, which stands for the authority. So breaking the authority. And then the third symbol is a tent peg, which stands for established by or attached to. So breaking the authority established by. And then the very last symbol is the symbol for water, which stands for chaos, like choppy waters. And so when you really break down what each of these symbols mean means, it, it, when it comes to God and, and what he created, how he created his peace, what it really means is breaking the authority that has been established by chaos in our lives. And when I wow. really let that sink in, I know it's like mind blowing because, you know, when we feel like we're lacking peace, it's because we feel like we're just giving way to chaos and that chaos is ruling our lives. And I think so many moms, you know, our kids can be very unpredictable. I mean, we can have all the things in place. We can have our charts up. We can, you know, be really clear with our instructions with our kids. We can have gentle responses even and like do all the things we know we're supposed to do. But, you know, they're human beings and they're, and they're going to do things that are unpredictable that we don't foresee. And, and then just life in general can bring, bring on some hardship that we didn't even necessarily cause that just came to us because we live in an imperfect world. And so when you really look at peace in light of this, the fact that that when we have God's peace, He is breaking the authority that any chaotic situation has brought you know brought to us. Because when we really have His peace, we're we're being you know taken out of that chaos in our hearts and in our minds, and brought back under God's authority, which is the safest place to be. Now, I want to be really clear: this doesn't mean that we're not going to have chaotic situations, but it does mean that we can find mm-hmm. calm in the midst of it. Because so many times, and I'm sure many who are listening have heard this statement, you know, sometimes God calms the storm and he can, he can literally calm the chaotic situation in your life. He can heal. He can, you know, bring calm to a crazy situation. But a lot of times he may not necessarily change your circumstances, but what he can do is calm your heart and he can calm your spirit and he can bring you closer to him. And so when you are in the midst of the chaos, you don't have to feel totally defeated and like life is just falling apart at the seams. Wow. What a powerful illustration. Thank you. Uh, one of the things I think is so uh, helpful about your book is you're coming from the perspective of someone who's parenting in all stages right now. You have teenagers and you have little ones. Um, so what would you say to moms who are in a similar situation or in a similar circumstance and trying to juggle? You got four boys across the spectrum. How how do you manage and, and what is trying to... Um, pursue peace in your home. What does that look like when you have so much going on? Oh my goodness. I will say that it's kind of exciting in the sense that no two days are the same. So, I mean, I'm never bored. (laughs) There's always, (laughs) there's always something new and um, it's just really fun, but it is challenging because we do, we have a 15 year old, an almost 13 year old, uh, an eight year old and a four year old. So there, and there's four in four schools. So we're always, there's always somebody to take or pick up. Yeah. And then there's, you know, they each have their own activities and things like that. But I would say like one, one thing my husband and I really tried to do is, is just not necessarily feel like we have to be doing everything in the same season. And so when it comes to just Mm -hmm. managing our schedule, you know, there's a lot of things we don't have control over, but as adults, you know, we do control our schedule and and our kids schedule. And so one way to kind of bring more peace in, in our lives is not running ourselves ragged. And so it's been really good. We kind of rotate our kids in and out of 
different activities and, and different opportunities because we want them to be well-rounded, but we don't really want them to feel like they never have a moment to just be a kid. And so uh, that's sure. kind of one thing we do to pursue peace. You know, when you have four kids, it's really hard to give them that individual time. So another thing we really try to do, um, not only to help us with our own peace as a parent, but I think it brings more peace to our kids is we try to regularly schedule like some one-on-one, we call it like a mommy son date or something. Now my older one would cringe Mm -hmm. hearing me say that. Like I would just (laughs) say, Hey, you want to go hang out? But, um, but you know, it's basically like a time where they get to pick what we do, whether it be going to their favorite restaurant, going to a movie, like the other, I guess last week I took my youngest, I said, you know, Chatham, it's your day. Where do you want to go? And he said, I want to go to the mall and I want to ride the motorized stuffed animals, which I didn't even know these existed until a few years ago, but it's like a, basically a stuffed animal that you can ride throughout the mall. And it is as embarrassing as it sounds, but hilarious and fun. And so we did that. And it's like doing those little things when you have multiple kids, no, really, no matter what their ages are, it helps to, mm-hmm. as a mom, it really like, I talked about this in the book. It helps me to treasure up, you know, in the word, it talks about Mary, even in the midst of chaotic circumstances, it says she treasured up these things in her heart and pondered them often. And one way we really combat losing our peace and feeling like we're just lost in the chaos is by really treasuring up those moments. And, and, and sometimes really most of the time we have to create those moments. We have to be looking for them all Mm -hmm. the time in daily life, but we also have to be intentional about those, you know, creating those special moments. Yeah. I, I love what you said about, um, it's not just about finding peace for yourself as a parent, but also fostering peace in your kids. Uh, I think that's something that we probably, we miss a lot when we're, um, when we're, we're striving to perfect our parenting. We, we don't always think about like, what is this doing to and for our kids? Uh, so I love that perspective. Sure. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, so you and your husband, Dave, you work together in a marriage ministry. Um, I think anybody who's married with kids would say that those two things um, sometimes compete against each other. So how do you see pursuing peace as a parent uh, connecting to pursuing your marriage and being intentional about your relationship? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I feel like they're, they're very much intertwined. You know, because think about it, when we feel like we're missing it as a parent and we don't have peace, you know, we feel like this total lack of peace when it comes to our relationship with our kids, it definitely carries over into our marriage. And what Dave and I see, you know, we work for a ministry called Marriage Today. And so we work with couples from all over the world. And what we see is is a common trend is when when two parents, like, you know, each parent kind of feels like the other is not, like they're not on the same page when it comes to parenting or like there's a lack mm-hmm. of peace in their home because they're at odds with their kids, they end up kind of, I don't know, letting out some of that anger on each other because I mean, Mm -hmm. where else is it going to go? They're the closest person in proximity. They're the person that you love. And unfortunately, a lot of times that means they kind of get the the lashing out. And so, you know, we really, in our own marriage, there's been seasons where we, we really had to sit down and get on the same page when it came to parenting our children and like being a unified, you know, front, so to speak, and really agreeing on the rules of our home and and how we handle conflict in our home and things like that. And that has helped tremendously because when it really gets out of hand, you know, what you find it, it, it's different based on different personalities. But what I would find with myself is I would start resenting Dave and I wasn't even like telling him why. And he didn't know why he could feel that I was frustrated with him. But in those days when I felt like I was being, you know, I, I was taking a certain rule very seriously and he was like letting it slide a little bit. 
I would get really angry and I'd be like, you know, you're not trying to pursue the peace in our home with, with trying to have some rules. Cause that's part of peace too, trying to keep some order, you know, trying to have expectations that are realistic for your children and just in, in the running of your home. And so we really, Dave was so sweet during those years. He sat me down and was like, listen, I can tell you're frustrated with me and I don't want us to live like that. You know? So during those years, one thing that really helped us, and hopefully it would help somebody listening to this is we, you know, this was Dave's idea. Totally. He said, who is a family in the church? That's like about 10 years beyond us. And you look at their family and you know, they're not perfect because nobody out there is perfect, but you look at their family and you're like, you know, I want that kind of family dynamic. And so I thought about it and prayed about it. And I was like, oh, Todd and Stacy, you know, they, they have, they have four kids like us, so they can relate to that. And, you know, they, they have a great marriage and, you know, not, not, they don't have a perfect family, but they love the Lord and their kids love the Lord and they love each other. And I want to learn from them. And so he said, well, let's invite them over for dinner. And I was like, oh no, they're too busy. And he said, sweetie, you can't say no for people. You know, you have to at least ask, I mean, what's, what's the harm in asking? So we did. And they were like so eager to just teach us what they have learned. And over the years, we've talked to them many times over a, like a to-go meal at our house. And they have just bestowed such wisdom on us. And it brought such peace and perspective to us because it helped us to get on the same page. And so, you know, when it comes to your marriage and parenting, think about that. Like, don't underestimate the mentors in your life. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much. Uh, well, I know your book is going to be such an encouragement to our listeners. We have um, a lot of people that are that listen to our podcast that are in the midst of mothering. Um, and so I just I know that this is going to be such a valuable resource for them. And um, I want to thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us. And um, is there anything else that you think people should know about the book or anything that's on your heart that you want to say to encourage moms? Oh my goodness. I think the biggest thing is, and I, I think I mentioned this briefly at the top, but just to know you're not alone in your struggle. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. a huge lie that so many of us believe. And I've been guilty of believing that myself and isolation, especially when it comes to motherhood, it's a lonely place and it's a place of hurt and anger. And, you know, God doesn't want us there. You know, community, a community of mothers is like fresh air to your lungs, you know, and we need that. We so desperately need that. And what I'm hoping with this book is, if anything, it lets you know that you're not alone, that God loves you, that you're not a total mom failure, because I think so many times that that loneliness and feeling like I'm the only one struggling with this, whatever you're struggling with, it leads to this this feeling of failure. And I just want moms to know that they're not, that that they're doing the best they can. And I want them to know that they can have peace. And I also want them to laugh. Like there's a lot of, I mean, I, I put it all out there about my my own failures and some of our crazy, (laughs) funny stories that I can laugh at now, but Mm -hmm. in the moment totally wasn't laughing. And so I, you know, I'm just real honest about it because I think that when we can be vulnerable and honest with each other, it just, it lifts the load. It's like a, it's a burden lifter and it helps, you know, okay, like I can get through this. These, these years really are short. My mom used to always tell me that. And I'd be like, you're so old mom, like seriously. But now, (laughs) now that I'm like older, I'm like, oh my gosh, she was right. And so it's true. It's like, you know, they say the the years are long or sorry, the days are long, but the years are short. And that is so true. Whoever came up with that definitely was a mom because it's the truth. (laughs) And so I just, I, you know, I'm hoping this book is like that fresh air to their lungs and, and just a, a soft place to land, a place where they can know that, that God loves them. And that, you know, he gave, he gave, you know, whatever mom is listening, he gave you your kids specifically because he's equipping you with, with everything you need to parent those kids. And if you're married to your husband, same thing. He's equipping your husband 
to give those kids everything. And so, you know, just keep that in mind whenever you're having one of those hard days. Yeah, that's a good word. Thanks, Ashley. Um, okay. Well, Peace Pirates is going to be available April 7th. You can find it anywhere books are sold and you can learn more at peacepiratesbook.com. <laughs>